Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of automobiles, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other things, you know, like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? At rockauto.com, you will save money. rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. At Zenni, we believe everyone deserves access to high-quality, affordable eyewear. That's why we offer stylish prescription glasses for men, women, and kids starting at just $6.95. Our online factory direct model cuts out the metal men, so you save. At Zenni, you get the same quality frame and lens options that you'd get from an optician for one-tenth of the price, including blue blockers, progressives, prescription sunglasses, and more. The best part? Try on any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Zenni.com. Eyewear for everyone. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Today on the Callahan Podcast, well, this is the next big thing. The next big thing in sports and in, uh, in politics and all over the country, Brianna Taylor, who was shot by Louisville police back in March. Um, no cops have been indicted. And people like Marcus Smart and a number of athletes are demanding justice for Brianna. Well, we ask the question, what is justice for Brianna and why isn't the DA in Louisville indicting these cops? What if he doesn't think he can get a conviction? Well, Reamer and I'll battle about that. Plus, uh, I'm going to give Reamer a cognitive test, see if he can uh, see if he's as sharp as the president. I know he's sharper than Biden, uh, but we'll get into that. Also, baseball starts today. And is there a bigger puss in America than David Price uh, or, or Buster Posey? Are they not the two biggest pusses in America? I'll get into all that with uh, Reamer today. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, brought to you, as always, by DCU, Digital Federal Credit Union. Do you love your car but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU, and they could help you lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy, and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits your budget. Get out of that high-rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. Okay, Kellen let's go. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. All right, Remy, you ready? Are you ready? Just tell me if you're ready. I know you're... Uh, uh, Cullen and I are sitting in the lovely Legacy Club again. We are, uh, we're we're not afraid, but you're still hidden away. And I understand why you were in uh, a certain radio studio, which hit, may or may or not may or may not be infected. So we don't want to take any chances. So Remy well, is home, I'm- still quarantining. I'm here because I'm. We're waiting for the Terminex guys to come to my house. There's an <laughs> ant infestation. Ooh, ant infestation in my home. Well, I, I don't care about that. I'm not afraid of ants, but you know, if you've been somewhere where some people may have spread the virus, we don't want you in here. You don't, don't want to be too safe. You, you're safe because you're young and, and thin. Uh, some of us a little older don't want to take any chances. And God knows, in that studio where you sometimes work. There's a lot of kind of overweight people that are would be at risk, so we don't want to take any chances with any of them. So everybody stay home and continue to uh, wash your hands, continue to uh, work remotely. And don't but touch your face. Don't touch your face. Uh, yeah. Wash your hands and wear a mask, especially when right. you're running alone on the beach. That's very important. I just, yes. I just walked over here and saw six or seven people running this morning in Boston, all with masks. Oh, I ran last night. I swear to God, I was the only one out there running without a mask. People are such idiots. What what do they think is going to happen? They're running in the wind, in the breeze, in the sun by themselves along a river, and they think the virus is going to jump into their nostrils? Or, or do they think maybe a nurse will blow into their nostrils? <laughs> You can't be too cautious in these times. I would rather be overly cautious than not cautious enough. Okay, so when you go out running, you wear a mask? Um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to yeah, admit I'm it. I'm admit it. I do what I do. You wear a buff. I wear one around my neck. And yep. if I'm around a crowd of people, I'll put it up. That's what you got. Everyone, That's what I everyone... have right here. Can you yeah. see me? We're not, we're not on Facebook, no. but we are uh, looking at each other. 
I have, looks good, Jerry. I have a buff, and I—that's what I do. Yeah, I just went in a Dunkin' Donuts and lifted it up, but I would never wear it running or biking. So is that what these? Anyway. What all these people are going to have to do? Like the Falcons said, they're going to allow ten to twenty thousand people at the games, right. right? And some other teams are Patriots doing that. Patriots are going to be around fourteen. Can you imagine going 16? to a sporting event with a mask on? Like, why would, no. why would that be fun? I, could you imagine enforcing it? I mean, the security—it doesn't have enough to worry about at a Patriots game or you know whatever Eagles game. You think they're going to? They're worried about you know drunks fighting and throwing I mean. how stuff. Do you, how do you drink a gonna... hundred beers with a mask on at a Patriots game? That makes no sense. It's just window dressing. They're literally gonna you know make sure everyone has them when they walk in. There's no way they're gonna walk around the stadiums and say, "Put your mask on." I mean, by the you know second quarter, people will go, you know, "Fuck off." Yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna be enforceable. And you're right. They're, they're drinking and eating the whole time. Ew. I think they'll and, and then they're breathing their beer breath back into their mask. Uh, it's it's just I mean they're they're, they're not going to enforce it. They're going to tell everyone you have to wear a mask. What I don't understand, and I, I, I'll, we'll get to it, is is why baseball is starting today. I believe with zero fans, zero fans, zero fans. But first, I, I was ready to get to this right off the bat. I know you're ready for it, Reamer. You're young. You're uh, cognitively. Um, okay. Aware. Okay, you're cognitively cognitively okay. Ready? Uh, yes. Man, woman, person, TV, camera. Ready? Um, repeat it back. Man, woman, person, TV, camera. Yes, he did it. He did. And it. Jerry, if I showed you a picture of an elephant, would you be able to see if that's an elephant? I could. I could. Yes. I Can could. you count backwards from a hundred by seven? Ninety-three. Uh, no, uh, no, I couldn't. No, I couldn't. Uh, yeah. Hundred uh, nine, uh, ninety-three, eighty-seven, eighty, seventy-three, uh, sixty-six, fifty-nine. If he wasn't the president, do you think a normal no, interview? 56. Do you think a normal interview they interrupt Trump because he's just rambling on for two and a half minutes? Was that? Yes. Uh, it was. But, I, but here's here's what he's trying to do. I know Alex and people like Alex are mocking and making fun of him. And it was a little bizarre, but he's trying to um, establish a difference, a, a contrast with his opponent who is not cognitively adept, who is not, okay. who could never pass a test like that. I think his goal, and it was a little awkward, I'll say that, when he was in the old, uh, in the Rose Garden with um, with Mark Siegel, the the medical guy from Fox, and they were talking about his a cognitive test that he took. I'm um, I'm guessing he made the whole thing up, but the point was <laughs> the point was a good one. I took a cognitive t- a test, and I passed, and they couldn't believe how well I did. And which he, is which is not what you want his, to say. If you want his, to prove your cognitive health, the doctors were shocked that I passed the test right. for dementia but, patients. But here's what he should have said is. Now go ask Biden these same questions. Give him the same test. Here's what he should have done. He should have had a, in his hand a copy of it. He, did, he was like, yeah, I asked the doctor, Ronnie Jackson, do you have a, a test for uh, cognitive abilities? And he said, yeah, actually, actually we do. Let's take it. <laughs> like, And he goes, it's got a name. I don't know what the name is. He should have pulled it out of his pocket and said, it's cog, you know, the cognitive you know, test to the American Medical Association cognitive. And he should have said, here, bring this to Vice President Biden and see how he does. I aced it. That's what he should have Here, done. Here's what I understand, though, about the timeline. That that Dr. Ronnie Jackson hasn't worked in the White House since 2018. Trump says he just took it, so I don't understand. He didn't say just took it. Like, well, so he took it two years? Let's take yes. another one then. I mean, yes. I don't, well, I don't, here, let's, you know let's listen to it. Let's, he let's should. Yeah, let's yeah. listen, because I know you and many others were 
mocking him. I didn't think it was that bad. It was a little bit too much detail about the test, and it's probably not even accurate. But I think he he, he, he wants you to ask the question, could Biden do that? Ask that question when you hear Trump describe the test. Oh, God. To be sharp, if you're in the office of the presidency, we have to be sharp. So they were saying all these different things. It was going all over. Whichever stuck, none of it stuck, fortunately. But one of the reasons it didn't is that I took a test. I said to the doctor, it was Dr. Ronnie Jackson, I said, is there some kind of a test, an acuity test? And he said there actually is, and he named it, whatever it might be. And it was 30 or 35 questions. The first questions are very easy. The last questions are much more difficult, uh, like a memory question. It's uh, like you'll go person, woman, man, camera, TV. So they say, could you repeat that? <laughs> so I said, yeah. So it's yeah. person, woman, man, camera, TV. Did, did okay, that's it. very yeah. good. If you get it in order, you get extra points. If you, okay, now he's asking you other questions, other questions, and then 10 minutes, 15, 20 minutes later, they say, remember the first question? Not the first, but the 10th question? Give us that again. Can you do that again? And you go, person, woman, man, man. camera, TV. I could listen to him do this all day, to be honest and, with you. And this so explanation awkward. goes on for another 10 minutes, it, but he, he aced it. You know, he aced it. And oh, he, good. And of course, he said they couldn't believe how well he did. They he, could he, not. He aced it by telling a story because we can't really prove probably, that this happened probably, versus the day before where he failed the cognitive test because he doesn't remember the story that the entire nation is talking about with Jeffrey Epstein and Jizzy well, Maxwell. I thought it was, a little, it was a little weird after he aced the cognitive test that he wished the cause well. He said, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just hope, he, I hope cause is doing well. You know, I wish him the best. A little strange, but... We miss Roger so, Ailes, and we hope that Dwayne Maxwell is no, doing well. The question is, don't we all miss Roger Ailes? <laughs> don't we all? We, so we all I, I didn't think this was that bad. And in the same interview in with Mark Siegel, he talked about his friend, the real estate guy, who died from the virus, from uh, Stan, the coronavirus. Stanley Terror or whatever, yeah. Stanley, his friend great, Stanley. Great guy. Great guy, real estate guy. Wasn't never involved in politics until Trump ran. Then he jumped all in and supported Trump. And in passing, he said he was a little overweight. And of course, Reamer mocks him for that. What's wrong with that? He's, he, he, I mean, he talked about how much he liked the guy and missed him and how sad he was that he died. He's just telling you the truth. You wonder, don't you wonder when you see someone die of coronavirus, you wonder how first, how old they are, and wonder what underlying conditions may have led to their their demise. He's just clearing that up for you, telling you his friend Stanley was a little overweight. It has to be, Jerry, 140,000-plus Americans have died of the coronavirus. I I think that more people than just those who are overweight are perishing as a result of the virus. Well, old or overweight, pretty much all. Everybody's either old or overweight or has diabetes or has an underlying condition. Uh, We're we're a very unhealthy country. Uh, That's true. uh, That's why the numbers in Japan are so much better, because they don't have an obesity problem, and we do. But you're you're ridiculing the president for telling you the truth about his friend. I mean, he, very nice. It was a very nice tribute. I as, perhaps he could have lost some weight. That was very nice. So I I like that he's being honest. And anyway, he gives this interview. He makes it clear that he he is sharp as as, as a tack. No, no problems at all. I mean, you wonder why he's wishing Jiz Lane well. I mean, what what thought process goes into that? But he did get the order right. Man, person, woman, TV, camera. Very good, yeah. I'm going to give you... Okay, now it's been like, I don't know, how long? uh, Five minutes. 
Give me the four, the five things back in the order I gave them to you, Reamer. Go ahead. Person, woman, man, wrong, camera, TV. Wrong, wrong, well, that's, wrong. That's what Trump said. That's what Trump said. It's not what I yeah. said. What do you think? Oh, you I'm going to let you. Person, man, nope. woman, TV, uh, camera. Nope, nope, nope. No. Go ahead again. <laughs> again. Person, no. man, woman, man, person, TV, camera. <laughs> How, I mean, there's only five. It start, I started with man. I went man, woman, person, TV, camera. At least man, that's how woman, I, person, TV, camera. Okay. See, well, I'm very smart. They're amazed I passed yeah. this test. You're super smart. You've got a really big brain. You got a really is big that, brain. Is, but is, like, why? Does, so, but this, see, so they were amazed that the president, like, they were amazed he did so well. Really? Like, well, maybe whenever he was 71 or two when he took it, maybe he just scored. I mean, you got to admit. He doesn't appear like he has dementia. He's. Um, I think he does. He does not. He, he appears. Yes. I I know dementia, and he does not appear to have dementia. And he's got. He's crazy, and he's sometimes a little uh, scatterbrained, as we know. Well, then what's and, his problem if he doesn't have dementia? Um, I just said that he's crazy, and he's a little scatterbrained. But but he what he has to do, and I think he's being told this is you know forget. There's certain lines of attack on Biden. You don't want to. You don't want to go there, and you don't want to do that. Uh, you don't want to. You don't want to uh, talk about you know empathy or how much you care because that's because Biden will cry on cue. He'll beat you on those uh, on those issues or on those characteristics. But on this issue, and I think you'll hear it in other forms from other people saying Trump's with it. Biden is not. I mean, it's simple. You understand it. You hear it, and. On this day, when people like you and so many others were mocking Trump for this kind of weird interview about his cognitive abilities, you had one of, I can't say one of them more because the list is so long. You had another bizarre Biden interview. This is a guy who is totally controlled in his basement with a studio, with a teleprompter, with handlers all around him, with hand-picked interviewers. Um, oh yeah, because okay, because Trump had, that, that doesn't do hand-picked interviews either. I mean, okay, when's the last time he okay, went on a team? He just went on rock. with Chris Wallace, who hates him, on Sunday in oh in the heat and faced one tough oh question God, after another. What yes, like a grandmother in the heat. Yes, sat outside. It was like ninety-five degrees. Oh my God! And 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 it, it was clear that Biden could never ever do that. So you're wrong. He did it, you know, four days ago. On, on Fox News with Chris Wallace, who is an adversary. Okay, let, let me ask you, when is Biden going to sit down with Chris Wallace? The, uh, the answer, I don't know. Sure, the answer anytime, is never, never, okay, never, Alex, never. There's the difference. That's why he's doing it. That's why he's having all these one-on-one interviews. He's uh, inviting people uh, you know, off the street into the Rose Garden so he can do these interviews because he knows Biden will never do that. It's another way to draw a distinction. But, but you can count on this. You, you can mock Trump for his, uh, his cognitive abilities if you want. I will. But he will never sound as lost as his opponent. Who I don't, who was he on with yesterday? Who was this African, big, big, big uh, black woman? From, yeah, I don't know uh, who that is. I don't either. She was kind of uh, like wandering around her studio and he was sitting in his studio. And by the way, she tried to follow up after his really bizarre answer. And they cut her off, said, we're done here. This was a friendly interviewer. This is not an adversary. Anyway, he started talking, and I watched it like a couple of times because I, I think we pick it up in the middle. I don't know where this came from. He started talking about nurses going to get him pillows and blowing in his nostrils. I mean, it's one thing for him to sniff their hair, which I assume he does when he's with a nurse. 
but they're blowing it in his nostrils. Can you listen to this and explain to me what your guy, Sleepy Joe, is talking about? And I had a nurse at, at uh, nurses at uh, Walter Reed Hospital who would bend down and whisper in my ear. Wow. They'd go home and get me pillows. They would make sure they'd actually, probably nothing ever taught in, uh, you can't do it in the COVID time, but they'd actually breathe in my nostrils to make me move, to get get me moving. <laughs> the nurses would breathe in his nostrils. Can you help me with that, Alex? Too bad I'm not there at the Legacy Club. I could do it to you this morning. <laughs> no, no, I know where you've been. I don't want you anywhere near us. you got to be careful. Okay, that's your guy. This is, and, and if you want to be bipartisan here, if you want to be neutral, just ask the question, that's the choice right now in, in this country of 330 million? And uh, at least with Trump, we know, you know, we know he's a known commodity. This uh, Biden is has been around 50 years, but he's not the guy he used to be. Biden is not all there. That that guy who's talking about nurses breathing in his nostrils is four months away from the Oval Office. If the polls stand, if they're accurate, that guy is going to be the leader, the, the, the commander in chief, the leader of the free world. That should scare everybody. Even, you know, it, it, I don't care how much you hate Trump. Trump is what he is. We know that. He says Jerry, this is things. pathetic even for your standards. Okay, I mean, can you tell me what he's talking about then, Alex? What's he Jerry, talking about? Blowing in his nostrils. It's a procedure where you blow into the... It's sexual. <laughs> but um, Trump... I mean, Trump can't even complete a sentence. I okay. Mean, okay, so you can't answer me about the nurses going home to I get told you, pillows. I it's a famous sexual procedure. And then breathing in his nostrils. <laughs> I'm, just give me a theory what that means. I assume I, it was when, you know, he went through a tough time. He lost his wife. Is that what he's talking about? That can't be it because that was. In, I have no idea. Um, his wife died like in seventy two or something, right? Seventy. I mean, I don't know what year, but long time ago. So I'll look it up. But he, I don't think that's what he's talking about. Can you see what what the hell he's talking about? I'm just, you know, I'm trying to help the guy, I'm trying to help Alex make his case. <laughs> they breathe a, a nurse. They can't do this in this time of COVID. Thank God. But I've been around long before COVID. I've never been with a nurse who breathed in my nostrils. Have you, Alex? What did they do that to your father when he was? Uh... Uh, they did not. They did not. Nobody breathed into his nostrils. Well, interest, interestingly enough, when you search "nurse breathe into nostrils," the only thing that comes up is Joe Biden's quote. <laughs> so I don't know and if it's a, a can medical. You, can you play? Because I think the next moment she asked the, the interviewer asks some follow up that cut off. Yeah, yeah. and they go, "No, nope, we're done here." Uh, next interview it was like it was like interviewing Jason Whitlock. Like I gotta go. <laughs> Tight but, schedule. But uh, this also <laughs> yesterday, which I'm I'm sure Alex had no problem with, another bizarre Biden. See, Biden has lowered the bar so far that he could today he could start babbling on about you know whatever butterflies and you want to talk you want to talk lowering the bar donald trump two days ago wished Ghislaine maxwell well an international sex trafficker and like no one even cares about that anymore what are you talking talk about? about we spent talk about we spent a half an hour talking about it yesterday how bizarre it was he's had he's had two press conferences since he returned to you know the coronavirus very good uh, they're very informative <laughs> and they've been excellent they've been what? short they've been serious they've been disciplined he even said wear a mask he's not going off script and in the middle of the first one two days ago 
he wishes Gislaine well. It was bizarre. But, think, but just it think about idiotic. that. Think about that room for a second. I was in this room yesterday where you started talking about you and a bunch of buddies watching gay porn in a booth together. Yep. And I had a follow up question when you shocked me with your initial response. I had a follow up question to that. Imagine him saying, "I wish her well," and nobody in that room thinks to try to expand on that comment. Well, I, why, that's on. true. They all have their own questions. I, I watched it because I. I watched it on, recorded it, and the next question was about, I forget, something, you know, you know uh, <laughs> trade or China, yeah. and I'm going, wait a second, he just wished well. By the way, she's not just a pimp. Everyone keeps saying she was his pimp, Alex. I read she, up. She, she, she took part in some She of yes. raped, uh, allegedly, she uh, sexually assaulted children herself. She, right. she was into this. She wasn't just, right. you know, securing these poor girls for her friend Jeffrey. Isn't, isn't that the follow-up right there? Yes, There's yes. how many people in that room? I know that you have to be distanced and all that stuff. How many people are in that room right now? Not one of them. But they don't listen. I'm telling you, you watch it sometime. They each have their own gotcha question. Yep. They're all waiting to, for their turn. They're all, you know, all of them, Acosta and Jonathan Carl and the rest of them, and that Yamichi and that, that asshole from Playboy. They all have a gotcha question ready. They don't listen to the answers. They that's, don't follow that's up. The, that's the ultimate gotcha moment. That they had. Yeah, you're right. The, the White House press corps is terrible. They don't hold Trump's feet to the fire at all. I'm glad you're finally in green. Well, they tried to, but they don't. Uh, Dave's right. They don't follow up and say, "What? What did you just say?" I mean, uh, the woman again. I don't know who it is. I should find out. The woman who interviewed Biden remotely. I think she was ready to follow up and say, "What the hell are you talking about?" And they said, "We're done here because he's completely controlled. He's 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 uh, not you know all there, but someone is holding on to his elbow, either his wife or his handlers, and they're controlling everything. And I guess they'll continue to do it that way because they've got a lead in the polls, and they realize he is not fit for the office. They realize he's in the throes of dementia, and it's going to get worse. I mean, I I know how this works." You don't get better. Dementia doesn't, you know, go away. It's not like the virus. It's not going to go away. You're not going to get better. It's going to be with him, and it's going to get progressively worse until he dies. People like you think that this guy can take the office of the presidency in January and be in control of everything? Are you serious? No, I no, I, I think Joe Biden is the equivalent, as I've said many times on the show, and a, the equivalent of like a cardboard cutout, but that's fine. He'll have competent people around him, and that's all I need. Just get this oof, this oaf out of the office. <laughs> competent Please, people. Jerry. All right, today's episode brought to you by Flagship Wealth. I got Dave McDonough back with me because today's a great day. We're changing up the guide, and it's not just any guide. I remember in our old radio days, Dave, we gave away the Mid-Year Outlook reports, and that's what we're doing today. Tell me what's inside the Mid-Year Outlook reports. We gave away thousands on the radio, and I have to assume, I'm just going to be honest, I know we have more listeners to this show than we're listening to that show. No disrespect. We're going to give away thousands. Well, David, who doesn't want the crystal ball to where the market's going to be in six months? You know, I'm being a bit facetious, but I'll say this to you. What the report does do, it tells you where we are mid-year, how we got here, where we believe we're going to be at the end of the year, and how we're going to get there. So who doesn't need that where they come to financial planning and investment planning right now? I mean, there's four or five stocks out there, Dave, that are making the market move. Do you want to be a chaser or do you want to be there before the market gets there? And part of putting out this mid-year outlook is getting our clients and our listeners 
there before everybody else. All right, you heard the man. I can't say it any better than that. You got to get your hands on the 2020 Mid-Year Outlook Report. Go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement, flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. That's the same website we've been telling you this entire time. Or you can click the link in our show notes. That's flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. We're going to give away thousands. I know it because it's such a popular guide. Flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Okay, let's talk about that for a moment, Alex. See, that's why I like having you on here because all the rest of the time, first of all, you at least have the balls to come on and and defend your position. Secondly... I spend so much of my time, I think a lot of people do now, wondering who are these freaking lunatics out there? The people in Portland setting fire to the courthouses, you know, the people um, marching in the streets around the country, the people who want to get rid of police, the people who want to end capitalism, these Black Lives Matter fanatics, these Antifa lunatics. Yeah. Who are they? And Me. we have we, <laughs> we have one with us at least once a week or so. And if you don't like that, if you don't like that, then then you know go listen to you know, Sean Hannity because yeah uh, you know and Sean Hannity if you uh, is preaching to the choir you know he has his guests and and I like Hannity but there's no real dissent for the most part hell there's no real dissent with Rush you know except the, when he's doing a crossover with Tucker that's <laughs> with Hannity what's, which what's was priceless that? it was priceless he apologized by the way I don't think. I don't think they really hate each other. I really don't. Um, you know, plus they're uh, both named in the latest lawsuit. We can get to that if you want. And, oh, and it's yes. the most it's the most frivolous friggin' lawsuit of all time, Alex. Of all time. Why? The, your hero worship of Tucker Carlson is weird. I mean, you, you it's bizarre. It's it's surpassed your Brady worship at this point. I didn't. I never worshipped Brady. Yeah, I mean, never. Uh, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Never. Um, you were. Yeah, I liked, mm-hmm, I liked mm-hmm. him. I liked him. What can I say? And Brady never says, but you're right. Tucker is the voice of the resistance right now. He's the voice of voice sanity. Of and I have the lawsuit right here on my computer if you'd like to go over it. He's accused of telling a woman who worked on his show, a guest, they called her the liberal Sherpa. Her name was Areu, um, <laughs> telling her that he was staying in. A, here's what she accused him of, by the way, that he was staying in a hotel room. And he took his suit jacket off in front of her when the show ended. That's it. I read it. That's all she accuses him of. And on top of that, they um, did some research. Uh, I think, uh, I forget who it was, the Federalist. Somebody went through it uh, line by line. She lied about everything. She wasn't on the show that day. His wife was with him in New York at the Christmas party. I mean, she was on the show. She said she got banned after he... Uh, offered her to, uh, and tried to entice her to come to his hotel room. She said she was banned. She was not. She was on regularly. And her, even, and her lawyer confirmed this stuff after they asked about yeah, it. Yeah. Even the frivolous things she accused him of fell apart. Yeah. And and by the way, she accused Hannity of throwing $100 on the table and saying, somebody take her on a date. You know, one of the staff members, one of his people on his staff, he said, here, somebody take her on a date. Do you think that's... Um, a, a violation of her civil but rights. Why, you but think that's why? But why even? Uh, but why even say so? It's so creepy, Jerry. I mean, you've worked. I mean, not many women in sports talk no. radio at all. But 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 let's say, assuming you worked with, you've worked with women at one point in your life, maybe a couple. Um, <laughs> would you ever <laughs> do many. that? I mean, absolutely why would you not. Do that? I, I say this all the time when I look at like 
lawsuits or accusations of whoever O'Reilly or Matt Lauer or Roger Ailes, I say, I can't relate to that because I've never even thought of doing that. I've never come close to doing that. You will never, ever, you, you might hear me accused of some things, yes. but it'll never be something like that, ever. It makes me uncomfortable to read about things like that. I watched, you know, that series about Roger Ailes, you know, the loudest voice, and the whole time, yes. I'm, oh, what the way he treated women just creeps me out. I hate but Matt, we all miss Matt Lauer. Him. I hate Charlie Rose. I hate we, these people. Don't we and, all miss him, though, Doctor? <laughs> I mean, and I'll tell you what, Alex. This lawsuit, the reason this has any weight at all, and uh, again, you have to read it to believe how frivolous it is, the charges against both guys, Hannity and uh, Tucker, but the charges against Ed Henry are absolutely uh, disturbing and, and serious. They're accusing him of violent rape. Violent rape, I know. And and Ed Henry, from what I can gather, and uh, you know, they fired him instantly when he was accused of whatever uh, a month ago. He sounds like an absolute scumbag. He sounds like you know Matt Lauer or or still, John... by the way, tentatively booked on the Jerry Callahan podcast. You're I think kidding. I'll ca- I'll cancel it personally if you'd like. Ed Henry, because uh, he has his book coming yeah, out. It's a stupid they, book. Was right, that yeah. the worst? Car- I shouldn't say career move, but. Has anyone self-destructed faster? He got a job, full-time gig, as doing the mornings on Fox in the middle of all this, uh, you know, th- th- this crazy time we're at where people are watching the news. So he gets this great full-time job. I think it was like nine to noon every day, um, replacing Bill Hemmer. Then he's got a book coming out where he he tells his story and sounds and seems really heroic. He donated his kidney to his sister. To his sister, yep. Um, and it's about him and his sister, you know, and their relationship and what he did for her. So he was booking <laughs> booking his tour, his book tour, for August or September. When I is believe it? it was late August, August. we had booked, yeah. So all this stuff is going right in his life, and boom, one day he decides to, I don't know, force himself on whoever it was, an intern or a guest, and boom, his life is over. <laughs> now he's maybe, I don't know, if there's, he, he could lose everything in a civil suit and maybe go to prison if there's any... Uh, criminal charges, but Ed Henry is not, you know, Tucker or or uh, or Hannity. So I don't think, I don't think Tucker's in any trouble, nor should he be. That's uh, that's a would fact. You, would you would you stand in front of a bus for Tucker Carlson, Jerry? Okay. Do, Where, you, do you think do you think he did something really wrong? Do you think he's in trouble? Do you think he's O'Reilly? Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea if he's Bill O'Reilly. He might be. How, how do you know he's not? How do you? Because I read the friggin' lawsuit. That's why. And and by the way, you know, if they could come up with anything on Tucker, your New York Times is doxing him. They've already chased him out of one home. They're trying to chase him out of another home. Why? That piece hasn't been published yet. It's Thursday. I thought that was That's coming this week. Let's go he's here. Because fighting back. That's why. And I told the story before that he was going to build a studio in Maine to do a show up there and like hide away and go fishing and do like you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're like, and, uh, they, I forget who it was media matters or one of those, organ- they found out and they doxed him and they showed up like it is, it is Lake house. So he canceled that plan. <clears throat> so there, I was in, I was, I was in Maine last difficult. weekend, Jerry, I was up there with, with, uh, and, and on the Saco river camping. What? A bunch of gays. We all went up to the Saco River and camped. I was in Fireville, Maine. Have you ever been there? Fireville, Maine. Sounds Never like even a good heard time. of it. Yeah. Is, is yes. that is that a nickname you gave it, or is that uh, no? An actual that, that's name? a town. Lots of pickup trucks with people in Keep America great hats going and on by. And so why would costumes. a bunch of gays from Boston go camping in Fireville, Maine? Because it was a, a big rave party that Saturday night. We're in search of the rave in Saco, Maine. So the one weekend yes. they get 
Alex and his gay friends, and next weekend they get Minahan and his <laughs> mini <laughs> fans. <laughs> Min, it's Minna fans. Let's oh, not get I'm in sorry. Minna Minna fans. Fa- oh, I Let's don't want to insult Jerry, them. I went a full two days without showering. I've never done That was disgusting. I go like that's, weeks without showering in the scary. summer. You, I shower like twice a day. <laughs> you do? Yeah, I shower. Oh, 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 I, I only take out, <clears throat> when I'm in Maine, I only take outdoor showers. That's my thing. That's I good. Because you know what Sherry does? Because Jerry showers in the pool. That's right. We've had that's true. Yeah, yes. He dries his clothes out but there. I can't but do, yeah, I can't do the, like the ocean. I you know If you go in the ocean, you got to shower. I got a friend, one of my best friends, and we used to go to the beach when we were younger. We'd go to Hampton Beach when we were like in college and he would get out of the ocean and go home and just get dressed and like comb his hair and say, I'm fine. We, what, don't you have to shower? He goes, no, I went in the ocean. It's, it's clean. I'm Ew, like, this is gross. And he would go days, I mean, days without showering. But Yeah, I got a COVID uh, test last week too before going. Negative. You got a COVID test? Have I did. You got one since you went in those studios, which are ooh, a little iffy, those yeah. uh, radio studios. I'm like Trump. No testing. What you don't know can't hurt you. Uh, Trump <laughs> uh, Trump honestly believes. I mean, I know people said he was a germaphobe. I, I don't believe it. He does not believe he's vulnerable. He's not. He, he's one of these people, and Bill Clinton's the same way, who thinks he's never going to die. But how do, you, how do you know Bill Clinton doesn't think so? Because I observed him for like 30 years. I think if they do die, like Trump and Clinton, it's the definition of a narcissist. If they die, they think that's when the world ends. They think the whole world is here just for them, and when they die, the world is over. You know, right. that's what Trump thinks, and that's what you know Clinton thought. That's what Obama, the biggest narcissist of all time. Obama, that's what I used to think, but then I was off the air for six months after the Brady thing, and I realized, oh, the world continues without it, without you. <laughs> right. You know, uh, so you, so you and the boys have a good time up in Fireville. Did you fish? We did. Did you do any uh, no. main things? We wrapped. There was a big. We all had our huge rafts. I had a nice flamingo raft. So you did whitewater rafting? Uh, no, no, no. We just floated down the river and drank <laughs> for hours. That sounds like a good time. How'd you it get, was fun. How'd you get back to the campsite? Uh, we floated back to the campsite. We started at the top of the river and floated back to our campsite. Okay, how did like you get? Hours. The river only goes one direction. They go to the ocean. So you're in yeah, the river. So we, we drove, so so there was a bus. We took uh-huh. a bus, a socially distant bus, of course, like the Boston Public School kids, one per seat, you know. And then <laughs> you, we went to the start of the of the river, and then we floated back to if our campsite. Anything Alex and his friends d- make sure they do. It's uh, they're they're very healthy. They do not take any chances, right? No, smart. Well, you had you had to wear because the Coast Guard was there. You had to wear your mask as you got onto your raft onto the river. So they're very safe, Jerry. Really? Did they have they seen you know groups like you before, or they, were they a little <laughs> no, shocked? I don't, I don't think so. Have you ever seen <laughs> Deliverance? The crop tops were a little shocking to them up there in <laughs> the you, middle of. I'm mid, surprised mid, you mid, didn't mid, tweet there. out any you know funky pictures of you and your yellow yellow tank top. I tweeted up. I tweeted a picture of myself in a in a hat. <clears throat> did you see my picture the other day? Oh yes, I did. That was from uh, yeah. Fireville, Maine. Oh, that I was see. from. I was tipping my cap. Don't I look hot? So no, in that no, picture? no fishing, no no hunting. Of course, right? No, nothing like outdoorsy Maine. Like I have no idea how to fish. I don't really? like it at all. Did you did you, did you uh, can't, like eat campfire over the campfire that kind of thing? Uh, no, no, we had we brought a grill. One of my oh. friends, an amazing cook. We, we it was very fun. Yeah, I slept like two hours all weekend because I don't see how anyone can ever sleep outside. I mean, uh, are you a camping guy, Jerry? You're no, I've never really. Yeah, been I, t- a I would take guy. no joy in that. And fishing is stupid to me too. I don't understand. Oh, that fishing's seems great. So, it seems so boring just sitting Not there if doing you're catching things. It's exciting. Yeah, you know, you you're don't... anticipating. Majority of people are just sitting there. for Jerry hours, doesn't yeah. like to fish. You're just I, I know I do. With your politics, that's not true. I do. I, you know, I like to catch things. 
You know, I don't like, I went shark fishing with a friend of mine a couple of years ago. It was like eight, ten hours, the whole deal with the big rim and the huge rods and the chum. Got nothing. Didn't even see a fish. It was like, you know. Did you see, did you see that picture of Zolak and the one that he got? Yes. That, I love when you do something like badass like that. Like that fish was a monster, but he just looks like absolute shit. Like he looks like <laughs> he's drank five hundred beers and his. I see. That's all the thing. It's the not place. healthy. Like especially on a boat, you don't move. You just eat, yeah. drink, and fish yep. all day. You don't move, and I don't. I don't like that. It feels, you know, feels unhealthy. But uh, it's fun once in a while. I couldn't do it every day, but it's fun once in a while. All right, we're gonna get back to Biden's other moment oh. yesterday for for Alex to defend his guy. I want you to defend uh, your friends in Antifa too because if you're just waking up and uh like I did, first thing I see this morning, click on uh Twitter and they finally got to to the federal courthouse. The Antifa scum have been trying to burn the federal cur- courthouse for 55 days. Oh and my God. I wake up it's on fire. I mean, I don't understand what the hell is going on in America where yeah, I look at the videos every day. This guy, Andy No, who's on the scene, and they are smashing windows, they're attacking cops, and they're burning things every day. When do they stop them? Who's doing that? The moms singing lullabies? The moms are a total fraud if you follow Andy No. Oh, okay. He says, yeah. he says, how, how are these he says most of them ahead. aren't moms, and many of them do oh not even God. identify as women. <laughs> uh, but but I want to get to that first. Let's finish with, with your guy, Sleepy Joe. Yesterday, I want you to defend this. Yesterday, he was talking about Trump. I don't know if you could find this. Dave was talking about Trump, and he said, Trump is our first racist president. Now, I know you, you're you all in on accusing Trump of every evil there is in, in the world, but uh, and, you know, you accuse him of racism and all, but... Yes, I will. He's our 46th, uh, 45th president, correct? 40, yes. Yes, 45th president. And, and according to Joe Biden, you know, a guy who's been in Washington for 50 years and <clears throat> been a vice president and I assume has followed you know read little history he says trump's our first racist president do you concur um i mean you know was james, I mean, james, you know, james, you know, james buchanan, james buchanan on just it. say how stupid that is we had andrew at, johnson we <laughs> had at least 12 presidents at least 12 who owned slaves and that doesn't even count you know like lyndon johnson who may have probably never know had one in you know in the back you know locked away in the basement but LBJ who signed the civil rights Twelve, Yeah, who used the N-word freely in the Oval oh. Office. The Kennedys. I don't, more Robert than John F. Kennedy, but Robert used to use the N-word. And, you know, he, he more, he, he had preserved most of his wrath for uh, your Jewish people. But um, anyway, oh, so he, at so least. Right in. Him, and, him and Nick Cannon. Should, at uh, least 12 presidents owned slaves. And this, this dimwit. Biden says Trump's our first racist president. What Much- President Trump has done in going his his spreading of racism, the way he deals with with yes. with people based on the color of their skin, their national origin, where they're from, is absolutely sickening. Right. No sitting president has ever done this. Never, never, never. No Republican president has done this. No Democratic president. We have racist. And they've existed. They've tried to get elected president. He's the first one that has. And the way he pits people against one another is all designed to divide the country, divide people, not right. pull them together. This is this right. is porn to right. Alex right this, now. This is Joe Biden. The guy said uh, that uh, said Bush was going to put you all back in chains. The guy who loved and honored and admired Robert Byrd, a grand dragon 
Grand Klegel of the uh, Ku, Klu- Ku Klux Klan. I love him. Yeah, he's a saint. Yes. He's a patron saint of the modern he, Democratic uh, Party. Eulogia. Yes, Bird. he was. Yes. They all we adored the yes. man who was a Klansman. Uh, there's there's audio. I don't know if you've heard it. Him in the Senate, uh, sitting there in the Senate using the N word. I mean, if Trump ever did that, you think we'd hear it? I mean, I've seen it. I've heard it. You can well, he find has it. used the N word. According to his niece, he uses it freely. No, we're talking about Biden. His niece, who hasn't seen him in twenty years, his niece, whose kids have never even met, that that thing didn't work. Alex, I'm sorry. I know you're hoping the niece, the niece book, was going to be a kick in the head to Trump. Didn't work. Didn't work. Why? No. She, she was just saying everything that we already know that he's an idiot, that he's a racist, that he's uh, ruining this country. I don't uh, see. Uh, there was no new news there. That was uh, the issue. Uh, true. So you think Trump's our first racist president? Uh yeah, absolutely. There's, there, I mean, there's. It's, it's just because you owned a slave doesn't necessarily make you racist. I mean, what's the what's? He is such they're, they're, a they're fool. Products of the he, time. he is such a fool. It is such a uh, it, uh, every day today. You know, it's early. He'll say something else, and they're not even allow him out of the basement. And he's saying all these idiotic things. If he ever does go out on the stump on the campaign trail, if he ever goes holds a real press conference and allows real reporters in. It is going to be just performance art. This guy could is he ever not say something as ridiculous as you should inject yourself with bleach to uh, perhaps Trump, uh, Trump rid didn't, yourself with the virus? Trump didn't say that. Trump did not say that. But uh, mm-hmm. yes, he said nurses blew into his nostrils yesterday, Alex. And by the way, to me, here's the most offensive thing he said. And I think this was a couple of days ago. He said police are brutally attacking peaceful protesters in Portland. Can you help me out here? I know we just touched on it briefly, but why can't, and I asked this the other day when you weren't here, but when we, you know, when George Floyd died, the uh, Derek Chauvin, the cops were universally condemned. Nobody defended him. Nobody's ever defended him. I mean, he is scum. He's He's in real trouble now, by the way. No, they're, tax, yeah, tax fraud. They're accusing him of tax fraud. He's doing, the, you know, his rest of his life in, you know, prison surrounded by people who want to bash his skull in. He's living in hell, and now he's in real trouble. They're going to charge him with tax evasion. But anyway, nope. why can't everybody condemn what Antifa is doing in Portland? Why can't, why do people, and I'm not talking just about lunatics like you. I'm talking about Joe Biden a candidate for president. I'm talking about the mayor of the city that is being burned defends the people who are doing the burning. How did that happen? Yeah, but he's a hypocrite, the mayor of Portland, because his police department also deploys tear gas on protesters. So he, that was that Good. They should deploy bullets. They should deploy bullets on these people. They tried to trap people inside and burn them alive. That was like the, the, the Antifa yesterday. They barricaded it and set it on fire while people were in in the um, uh, in the courthouse, um, they should Cause, shoot cause, them. Because here's the thing, Jerry. Do you want my answer? Because of what we have in this country, we have oh, in we the go. state of Massachusetts, here we, we have 17 percent unemployment. That means nearly one in five adults are unemployed. highest in the country. Yeah, 140,000 plus Americans have died because of the coronavirus. And do, do you really give a shit about monuments and stuff like that? Who cares? We, have, courthouse, better, we have bigger things to no, care about. I, I wake up every day. It's. It, I, I heard a guy describe this, one of the federal guys, federal agents. He said, every night at midnight, this whole crowd of Antifa scum shows up and they stay till 4, 430, trying to burn buildings, trying to hurt cops. And they don't get arrested. There's one, and I tweeted this yesterday. There was one scene 
where there was a bunch of cops injured, there was fires, there was damage, and no arrests were made because the police in Portland are ordered to stand down to not arrest anarchists who are setting their city on fire. Well, that, now, that's this why is, you have the uh, the unmarked federal agents who just throw people in cars yes, and don't good tell for them, them why they're good, detained, good, and good. That's, uh, that's, why they have, that's why they're there. And people like you, 3,000 miles away, or people like the mayor, this idiot Ken, is it Ken Wheeler? Uh, yeah, the mayor. Ted Wheeler. Ted, Ted, Wheeler, Ted, Wheeler. Ted Wheeler, I'm sorry. Yeah. Give the gift of well-being with Spa Finder, the world's best-selling spa gift card, and the perfect gift this holiday season. From family members and friends to those last-minute coworker or client gifts, Spa Finder gift cards are a convenient and thoughtful option you can't go wrong with. The Spa Finder Network includes thousands of spas, salons, and fitness studios all over the U.S. With services like massages, blowouts, mani-pedis, even yoga. Or check out the Spa Finder Wellness Shop to buy skin care, beauty, and wellness apparel from the comfort of home. With Spa Finder, the possibilities are endless. Gift some me time to someone you love and pick one up for yourself along the way. Go to SpaFinder.com slash podcast15 to save 15% off gift cards of $100 or more. Or enter the promo code podcast15 at checkout. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to BetterHelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through BetterHelp.com slash save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. Um, people like, you know, whatever, you know, AOC, Liz Warren, all the leaders of your radical party, they all are okay with this. They're okay with the anarchy, the, the unrest. Um, but show me a person who lives there. Show me a person who owns a business there, whether it's Portland or Minneapolis, or in this case, most recently in Chicago, who is against federal law enforcement helping out show me some resident because if you saw the man on the street interviews in chicago when there were how many what's the latest told 15 shot um at the funeral 15 oh, on both 23 sides. shot yesterday it was 23 yeah. shot or was it 15, whatever it was this wild scene where the car pulls up we talked about it yesterday opens fire on a funeral and here's my favorite part the people at the funeral pulled out their weapons and fired back it's just this gunfight at OK Corral on this busy street in Chicago. There's video of everybody running for their lives. Um, there were kids. The, the the oldest person, I believe, there was more. There was 10 women, five men hit. I think the oldest person was 65. The youngest person was like, I don't know, a teenager. Um, and the people in that neighborhood were asked by, it had to be Fox News because CNN and MSNBC and the rest are covering this up, but do you want federal agents here in your city to help the cops? And to a man, they say, absolutely, of course we do. I mean, it's just, it's only politicians who think, you know, Trump is overstepping his bounds when he's trying to help bring order to these cities. It's not store owners or business people, and it's certainly not, you know, single mothers who are trying to, you know, walk their kid to to the bus stop. They are begging for help. I mean, 
Why would you be against that? Why would you be against? Because it's because because it's just rounding. Up. It's it's Trump is like, oh, where where do the black people live? Let me send federal agents there and no, round no, them that's up. Not I mean, that's not true. Most of these Antifa scum are white, Alex. That's absolutely I, I untrue. That, but that, but that's exactly. I mean, but that's exactly what it is. We should we shouldn't be sending federal agents, unmarked federal agents, into cities. And it's also not addressing the root of the problem. Crime is up in some areas. Violent crime, it's yes. Way but why up. is that? Way up. Let's because you defunded the cops. But the reason why violent crime is way up is not because of rhetoric from Antifa. It's because of mass unemployment. It's because we have this virus. I mean, you know that. Alex, it's not true. It's it's if you if you see occasionally they do arrest. Occasionally they do arrest some of these Antifa people. They're almost all white. They arrested a bunch the other day. There were two lawyers, you know, two working lawyers. There's teachers, professors. They're white. They're privileged. They're punks. It's not unemployment. It's not uh, you know the the the, the current uh, recession. It's, it's these privileged white punks like I don't know like you who just hate America. That's all that they hate the system. I'm and too afraid to go out. And they're being like allowed to do this. That's the problem. They're being allowed to run wild. That's why Trump sh- is finally sending in uh, federal agents as he should. And this is a great issue for him. If you want to talk politics, here's the leaders of your party. Nancy Pelosi called these federal agents stormtroopers. That's a reference to Nazis. If that's not good enough for you, James Clyburn called them the Gestapo. They're comparing hardworking federal agents who are trying to bring order to our cities to Nazis. You want to own that? Do you want do you want to jump in on that? Because yeah, that I mean, I is a great think- issue for Trump. Okay, great. Frankly, they're not going far enough because they have the power to stop funding the Department of the Department of Homeland Security until this stops. But they don't. They just tweet. So I, they're not going far enough. I mean, words are one thing. They should actually take action if they feel that way. That's my take on it. And, yeah, you should not send federal agents to round up United States citizens, Jerry. You shouldn't do it. And if you really want to combat crime in these cities, you should look at the root of the problem. And sending people, more people into jail, throwing more people into cars is not the way to do that. So and what is Trump, You want to just and, let and them destroy be, the city? And Trump, cannot, and Trump cannot be the law and order candidate as he pardons Roger Stone. He commutes Michael Flynn. He wishes Ghislaine Maxwell well. Okay, that's Mr. Law and Order, wishing an international sex trafficker and abuser well. Okay, we just that's went over that. That was dumb. Candidate. That was please, dumb. Please. They're not rounding up innocent people. They're arresting criminals as well they should because people like Ted Wheeler refused to do their job. And if you haven't seen this thing, this is beautiful. Ted Wheeler walking through the city downtown in Portland yesterday. He gets accosted by a group of these Antifa scum who want him to resign. He is allowing them to destroy the city, set it on fire. Not good enough. He's not woke enough for them. He want, I don't know what they want him to do, to join in, to try and burn people alive with them. But they're not happy with him. He's not crazy enough, which is perfect. They're, they're, I love when, when these radicals turn on each other. Well, but, I know is, though, these protests in Portland have been going for 55 days now, and they've grown in mass. They're not Trump protests. Sent, they're riots. Protests. Whatever they are, Trump sent in the – they grew in mass after Trump sent in the federal agents. The federal agents have exacerbated the problem. They've not made it better. Well, they've arrested people, which is good because when you get charged with a federal crime, it's some serious stuff, and these lawyers are going to – yeah, they're going to be in trouble. These teachers hopefully will lose their jobs. These people who are getting busted, burning, looting, rioting, hopefully there'll be a price to pay with the federal with the federal charges because God knows the local the local cops have been ordered to stand down, which is outrageous. So you don't think these federal agents 
are Nazis or do you? Just want to be clear. I think that they are uh, declaring war against the United States citizens. I don't know if it makes them Nazis, declaring but it makes war. them. But it make, but it, but it makes them tools of fascism. Good. That's good. What it does. Uh, all right, we're going to get to a few other things. First of all, it's been uh, whatever it's been, forty-five minutes. You ready? Yeah. I sure. gave you five things earlier. Let's hear you do it in order. <laughs> oh no! All right, man. No, you. Yeah, you started with man. Man. TV, woman, camera. <laughs> no, you cannot be president. You are not as cognitively fit as a 74-year-old uh, well, orange man Orange man in the uh, in the Oval Office. Sorry, you couldn't do it. You okay. say it. Man, woman, person, TV, camera. Man, okay, but you gave me a different order. We're going. I gave you the order. same order. I wrote it down just when we started. Man, woman, Ready? person, TV, camera. I think I man, did. woman, person, TV, camera. I Excellent, you did it. All I, I just read it to you, but I, you know, we got to get to we got to get to some sports. We got to get. To, I was going to say we're going to get kicked out of the sports category. At opening some point day, in time. Yeah. opening day, and I'm very, very excited. I don't know about you guys. You know what I want to talk to Alex about too, because I tweeted about this the other day and hit a nerve with people. Um, the Brianna Taylor thing, oh, which yeah. is that the was, next. The hold, term, on, hold, on, hold, term, term, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, which is the next big thing. And the athletes, if you want to talk sports, are kind of taking the baton here and running with it. Marcus Smart did an interview, a press conference, where every question he answered by saying, I want justice for Breonna Taylor. They asked him about, you know, what happened in the third quarter or something. He said, I want justice for Breonna Taylor. And then um, somebody else did it, Paul George or somebody did the same thing. So there's kind of a movement. I'm just getting people ready for the next big thing. It's Brianna Taylor, and and we'll talk about what I tweeted, and the ensuing outrage after I tell you about Shea Concrete, and and we'll get you ready for opening day. I'm excited, but uh, Wait, let's go Red Sox. <laughs> oh, by the way, I told you that organization cared about people, didn't I? They just put up the biggest Black Lives Matter banner I've ever seen, and it's it's wonderful. You just have to look at the small print that says Black Lives Matter, except uh, sexually abused clubhouse kids. They don't really matter, but we, we don't. Well, that was, well, well, that. Well, that was in lieu of a settlement. Oh, I see. Is that yeah, was yeah, very good. That's what very, they. That's what they wanted. Yeah. Very <laughs> noble gesture on the part of the Bosox. But first, Shea Concrete's a fourth-generation owned and operated business, working hard day in and day out to be a trusted precast concrete partner. They're a good family business, a reputable local company. Everyone. Everyone raves about them. They got four state-of-the-art manufacturing facilities all around. New England. So if you're a contractor, let me tell me some of the products shake and deliver to your job site ready for installation. Water and wastewater products, barriers and bullards, stairs and bulkheads, deck footings, electrical and communication products. They can do it all. It's not just precast concrete. They can do lots of things. Shake can do it all for you and your company. But if you're an engineer, they can do even more. Shake can help you design your next project. You can sit down with their engineers, sit down in front of the computer and they will assist you. These are smart guys. These are smart guys and girls. Good uh, good engineering team that can work with you. Give them a call for more information or for an estimate, or you can log on to shakeconcrete.com. And you know what else you can do there? You can find a job. If you're one of the million-plus people put out of work by Charlie Baker in Massachusetts, one of those people that make up to 17% unemployment, maybe this is the place for you. Shake Country is a Concrete's a great company. They're hiring all four of their facilities. They're always looking for CDL drivers. You can see, look at their uh, job openings at shakeconcrete.com, or you can just send your resume to jobs at shakeconcrete.com. All right, um, before we 
before we get you ready for opening day, get you excited for baseball, because God knows I'm excited. Um, you are, yes. And I was real excited when Cam Newton showed up at the airport in Boston yesterday, Logan Airport. I'm Wait, telling you. Leave the guy alone. Cam Newton is, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. He's, he's totally motivated. I think he'll be good. He is going to have issues with the media. He has been in North Carolina. Uh, I know he's been a big star since he was a kid. I know he won the Heisman, but he's not going to like, you know, Dan Shaughnessy. He's not going to like the TV people chasing him around and, you know, uh, sticking mics in his face. He was at the airport. There was like nobody there. And they said, how's it like to be in Boston? And he was like, get lost. I mean, he but, but he, no, was fair, he was he didn't snap, but he didn't like it. He's not going to like all the attention. No team in the NFL wanted him, right? The Patriots are the only team that, right. that called him. And we're waiting for the guy at the airport to get so, here? So why can't he just step and say, it's great to be here? I'm really – it's it's uh, like 30 seconds I know, out of his day. It's also douchey of all of them. I, I mean, he could do. He, he, were... did, he did end up saying, he said, I don't yeah. want to talk, but I'm glad yeah. to be here. He said, I don't want to talk. Well, why don't you say that I'm glad to be here? I'm excited. It takes your minutes. Tom Brady always understood that. It was easy to, to fulfill those obligations and talk for 10 well, minutes. Unless you, unless you asked him about Alex Guerrero or Donald well, Trump. Well, they weren't – so happy. So but. do you think they were going to ask Cam Newton about stealing laptops? Tops at University of Florida? No. They were going to ask him, isn't it great to be here? That's what they were going to ask him. And he said, I don't want to talk. And then he said, go Pats, kind of mumbled. And he got his bags and he went on his way. He's not going to like all the the attention, all the poking, the prodding. I I think he'll be fine for a year because he's playing for his next contract. Did I miss that? Is there a reason behind it? Like, is he trying to play by the New England Patriots playbook right now and not speak? Or is it more of a personal thing where he's saying... I don't know. It's a good question. I did see one video of him on Instagram where he's basically talking about how players need to own their content. So that's why he's putting out all this Instagram shit. And he's basically saying... You know, I don't want cameras around me. I'm going to have my own cameras around me. So I wonder if that's playing. Oh. He's kind of. Well, so I also, well, I also wonder too. I mean, how much media is there going to be this year? I mean, because of the true. social distancing. Like, are they even allowed out in the locker room? I don't. I don't think so. True. Uh, probably not. But he'll be doing. It'd be his press pretty hypocritical for Ben Volan to get to uh, to go to that's true. Uh, Gillette Stadium now. So Ben Volan thinks, it's, why, why think, ben Volan thinks it's criminal that they're allowing high school kids to play sports in Florida. Criminal. It is. Lot. It is. Yeah. It, that is ridiculous. Yeah, it's I ridiculous mean, for seventeen-year-old kids who are in no danger from the virus to go out and play with their classmates, teammates. They're in zero danger from the virus. No. Zero. And you they're don't not. think they should go play sports? You think they should remain locked away? And and and, and they're all getting like depressed and full of anxiety and Good. and and get all kinds of issues. That's okay with you, but going out and playing sports with their friends is, is somehow criminal. If it's not deemed safe for them to sit in school, I don't see how it could be. It should be in school. Who said they shouldn't be in school? God, that's so freaking stupid. I'm so tired of these teachers unions and these political hacks like Liz Warren saying it's dangerous for children to go to yeah, school. They just, yeah, the teachers, they, they, they just want teachers to be safe while they try to teach Te- students. No teach- I'm friends with teachers. No teacher enjoys the remote learning. Nobody, Good, then go back want, to class. But they... But yeah, but what they want to, but they also want to be safe when they hey, go back. Are, to are they stupid? Because if they've read up, they know they will be safe. They know it's a safe place to be. They know children don't transmit it. They know children don't get it. That's they so know, not true. How old are your friends? Are they obese? Or are they over sixty? Because if they're not, they're fine. No, I mean they're I'm fine. gay. I'm only friends with good-looking men. That we're talking about. <laughs> they're they're all in good shape. Good. Then they have nothing to worry about. You know. Well, when the Los Angeles Teachers Union said they will return to class if their demands, their demands are met, their two demands are defund the police and get rid of charter schools. Do those teachers care about the kids, Alex, or do those teachers only care about themselves and their politics? It's disgusting. Teachers should all be back in school 
You well, they should. Well, they, well, we should. We should get rid of charter schools because they suck up money for public schools. They, they, Absolutely. <laughs> I don't think you saw Reamer. Did you see the Dave Grohl video that went that everybody's talking about this morning about going back to school? Obviously, he doesn't want kids back in school. But in his office, Dave Grohl's an idiot. Then D- Dave Grohl, drummer, Foo Fighters. But he he wrote a piece and then it, he put a video on YouTube last night. He doesn't have one. He doesn't offer one opinion. He just basically says kids shouldn't be back in school. Yeah, but he didn't say why. Because if kids go back to school, the country goes back to normal. That means Trump has a chance to get reelected. As long as we remain in lockdown and people remain in fear of their lives, which is right. then oh Jerry, then Jerry people... again, Jerry, one hundred forty thousand plus people have died of okay. How many? Of, how many of kids? How many of them are school kids? How many of them are I, third not, graders? Jerry, it's mostly none. It's mostly older people. Not none. I mean, and Almost also, Jerry, none. again, these school kids, they live with older people. Again, I mean, okay, we had this they conversation don't, They March. don't. They, okay, then they're being irresponsible. If you're still allowing children to live with 75-year-old people, then you're, then you're about, endangering or, 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 the same. Or, 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 or how about 50-year-olds who have pre-existing conditions Can, like they, they, they should be uh, quarantined then. They should so, not so, be. So, 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 so if I'm a 12-year-old kid and my father is 53 years old and has diabetes, I should, what, not live with my father? Uh, first of all, you don't get it. So how uh, how's the kid going to give it if he doesn't get it? Kids don't get it. Jerry, Jerry. And, the young, the mo- and you know what I would it. say? If there's a kid, if there's a third grader whose father's 50 years old and 400 pounds, that kid could stay home and learn remotely. So you're going to punish. That, so you're going to punish the 99 percent of the kids who don't live with 50 year old fat guys. You're going to punish them. Why? Because Everybody one guy. Does. Every adult is fat in America. We just talked about that earlier okay, in the show. We have the, an obesity problem. Everybody's okay, overweight. You're not. Cullinane's, Cullinane's got two kids. He's not. He's thin. So, so we're, his kids, we're, we're, we're his kids should we are be anomalies. punished. It's just so insane. You don't care about kids. You want to hurt Trump. That's all there is to it. No. You, uh, yes. Remote learning is a disaster, but we should give the schools enough money and enough resources oh, so they can the do money. it safely, so they can reduce class sizes, <sighs> so they can have protective gear. I mean, we test these athletes every friggin' day. Why don't we test teachers every day? Who's more important Good. to the well-being test them. of do I went to the dentist. I went to the dentist. teachers? I went to the dentist yesterday, and they, as soon as you walk in, they take your temperature. And they, that's, that's, that's not a test. I'm talking is. about a COVID test. They okay. need give the teachers yeah. COVID tests. So what? Do it. Give Whatever it takes. Them. That is a good point by Rima. Students though. don't it, need it. It is funny Jesus. though. Remote learning has been an absolute disaster, and there's a possibility of it continuing into next year. And there's no one saying anything about how to improve remote learning at the well, same time. That's because they don't want it improved, Dave. They want yeah. it to be a disaster. You just hit the word. If it's a disaster. That increases Joe Biden's chances of winning. No, if Hillary Clinton were president right now, everyone would be getting ready to go back to school. You're right, everyone because would we would be have get, been prepared everyone, for the pandemic. Everyone would yes, have, you're right. Every, okay, what would, what, would, what would she have done? Uh, a lot more than Trump. That's okay, that, sure. oh, that, that's a great answer. Well, good, I'm glad yep. we're going to get into specifics. On January 31st, Trump shut <laughs> oh, down Trump. Oh, I'm so okay, sick of that. Because you have no answer. Trump Who shut cares? down. Trump shut down travel from China. The next day, kind of. he Biden, like kind of did. The next day, Biden called him a racist and a xenophobe. So we know if Biden were president, uh, if Biden were president, this problem uh, would be much, much worse. There'd be right. more well, than one hundred forty thousand dead. Hillary would have endorsed mask wearing a lot sooner than like July. Oh, 20th. so what? Like, so she would have. So what? Hold on. So she would have gone against the advice of uh, the, the oh, Surgeon stop. General uh, and Fauci. Jerry, she would Jerry, have gone against the advice of You just said she oh, would have endorsed. So, see, this is what Alex does when he has no answer. Because you're an idiot. I mean, yeah, what is this, like March yeah, 3rd? I mean, Fauci, yes. I mean, we're talking about masks. Fauci said, don't wear a mask in March. And you say that she would have said. Oh, God, Jerry. So but she, it's, it's hold on. August. Hold on. I, I, mean, wanna, I just want to get this on record. 
she would not have listened to the experts. You're saying that. If Hillary were president, oh, she would have not listened to Fauci. Oh, God, Jerry. Burks. I mean, they've been talking about masks oh, since like April. Hey, it's is that, it's that's almost a simple, August. simple yes or no, my friend Alex Reamer. Uh, would she have not listened to the experts? She would have read her presidential daily briefing that had notes about the virus in it. So when Fauci said you don't need a mask, when the Surgeon General said you don't need a mask, she would have said... She right. would have said you need a mask. She would have not listened to the experts is what you're saying. Right. Pipe down. I mean, Jerry, they've been talking about masks since April. It's August, pretty much. I mean, and Trump just endorsed it yesterday or two days ago. I mean, come on. So, That's an old uh, talking point. Next, you're going to tell me about Cuomo and the nursing homes. You, I mean, have you not read have you not read the news since March 15th? I mean, really? Who like, wants to go back and revisit the order that sent Tens of thousands of seniors to their death. You know, nitpicking again. You think Andrew Cuomo is uh, handled this uh, uh, crisis well? I'm not a fan of Andrew Cuomo, but I mean, in the recent months, the Northeast. I don't know if you've read. We were we have it under control here, relatively speaking. Our, our death virus. our death toll is uh, is exponentially higher yeah, than Jared, it is in, down in Florida. Because of what happened in March, in April. Okay. It is now, so they killed. We were they killed the seniors. So are people dying all across the Sun Belt? No, the answer is no. Now they are, yeah. No, they're not. They're not dying in great numbers, not like they were in the Northeast. They're not. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, they're see, only it's like simple. A month into their and again, this is designed for idiots. This is designed for the, the, the dummies out there who think children, third graders, are in danger of dying of the virus. They, they report cases, this great increase in cases. That doesn't matter if there's no deaths. Deaths are what matter. Cases are if it's young people, they're going to get the virus, they're going to get better, they're going to get immunity, they're going to be fine. And and that's what's going on in Florida and Arizona or Texas. It's not like what happened in the Northeast where people were sent to their deaths in Massachusetts and New York and New Jersey. But, damn, why'd you get me off on this uh, tangent, Reamer? I was going to allow you to uh, uh, attack me over this Breonna Taylor, which I'm going to do this because I think... It's the next big thing. I think people have done using George Floyd's death. They're done using. I mean, do you think these people in, in Portland are burning the courthouse? Give a damn about George Floyd? Just curious. Well, I care about systemic injustices. Yeah, right. Everywhere. Systemic. Yeah, that. Yeah, right. The, the, these white punks, these little privileged white punks who are smashing windows care about systemic whatever. Uh, but they're going to move on. They're already moved on. Can you find the Marcus, uh, the Marcus Smart press yeah. conference? This is what you're going to hear. Sports are back. God knows, you know, San Francisco Giants and Cincinnati Reds are already taking a knee and pretending that they care so much. Or, and, and, and we're going to see more of that. Football's coming back. Basketball's coming back. It's in basketball. We know. Questions for oh, Marcus. Sorry there. We'll start with. You want to go for it? Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Basketball's coming back. They've already shown the court. It says Black Lives Matter. they got slogans on their jerseys. Um, football is going to allow. The NFL, by the way, is going to allow players to put the names of people who've died at the hands of police on their jerseys. Four years ago, a Black Lives Matter activist assassinated five cops in Dallas. The Cowboys requested that they honor them with a decal. The NFL said, no, they don't do that kind of thing. Now they're going to pick and choose victims of police brutality and put that on their jerseys. Four years later. So cops, they don't care about, but Victims of police brutality, and I'm going to give you the name that you're going to see 
everywhere. It's see, again. I know Alex has no answer because he's moaning and groaning. Well, well what are you, when, when am I going to get to attack you? I mean, okay, Brianna. The this is the ever. name that you're going to see on all the jerseys. <laughs> Brianna B R E O N N A Taylor, who was killed by Louisville police in March, just before the lockdown. Um, Marcus Smart was asked questions about basketball, and here's how he answered. Can you play it? It's Mark Murphy. Before we start, guys, uh, my answer this is going to be justice for Brianna Taylor. This, that's going to be my answer for everything. So um, I'm just letting you guys know that now. Justice for Brianna Taylor. Mark? Hey, Marcus. Um, so if I ask you about team defense, that's going to be your answer? I'm answer justice for Brianna Taylor. Sounds good. We'll go Abby Chin. Marcus, CJ McCollum said um, some players were on a call <laughs> with Brianna's mother a few days ago. Were you on that call? I was. Just like I said, justice for Brianna Taylor. Right. Is there anything specific? Brianna Taylor. That's my answer for everything. So. I mean, we can go and ask, but my answer is going to be justice for Brianna Taylor. So see, this is what bugs me, Alex, and I don't know, maybe you agree, maybe you don't. Is it too much to ask him to expound on that? Is it too much? He, he was on a conference call with her mother. I assume he's read up. I assume he's not dumb. I've heard him speak on other things. Why can't he expound on that and tell you? Because uh, I, mean, I think you can't do that every time. Is he going to do that every after every game or practice? Same thing. And again, it was, I think, Paul George who did the same thing. He was probably on the conference call as well. Is that really the strategy to just repeat yourself with these with these you know, platitudes? Can't you tell me more you know, about what you think, what you're demanding? Yeah, I mean, the Breonna Taylor story is, is ridiculous. I mean, she was killed. Hold on, by hold, on hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Alex. Just answer that question first, and then you can go. Do you think that Marcus Smart and Paul George and others have a responsibility to say more than what he just said? No, they're professional athletes. They have a responsibility to do any. What do you mean? Well, they were just on a conference call with their mother. You don't want to know yeah, more? Yeah, and, 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 and they're bringing awareness to the okay, case. so why can't he say, here's what I think should happen. They should indict this cop. They should charge him with this. They should uh, fire this guy. And, that's you know, kind of what he's saying. It is not he's what saying, he's saying. It's just the justice. opposite. He's saying well, nothing. What, well, what does is, what is justice okay. look like for okay. Breonna Taylor? It looks like indicting the police who killed her needlessly and right. senselessly with Hold a on. no-knock warrant. Hold on. <clears throat> How about this? How about this? You say, um, I, my, and I did this on Twitter. You saw it. You can attack me all you want. Lots of people did. But I said, does Marcus Smart know that Breonna Taylor's boyfriend shot a cop? That's all I asked. I mean, Jerry, because that again, Jerry, that was what's actually wrong with that? I, I, Jerry, I, I grimace when I look at your Twitter feed a lot, but that may have been one of your worst tweets. Okay, ever. why? I mean, he, because, I'm, I'm asking a follow up. He says I want justice. Jerry, do you think he because knows what is? Because, because, do, do you think that then Brianna Taylor should have died because her brother? Uh, no, I'm, first of all, my follow up is Marcus. Do you are you aware that her boyfriend, Walker, boyfriend, is, I'm sorry. It, is it Walker, uh, Kenneth Walker? Do you know that he shot a cop? Do you, does Marcus, okay, but what, what okay, does that have hold to on, do? Hold on, Alex. Does Marcus know that? I don't know if he does or what doesn't. What do you think? What does, that, what does that have to do with Breonna Taylor getting killed by police when okay. she did nothing wrong? Hold killed on. in her <laughs> own home, Jerry. And in the middle of the night. Okay, I mean, okay, okay I'm going to bring Cullinane into this. Are you listening to this? I'm listening to this. So they, 
they serve the no-knock warrant. Yes. They knock. They say to the police. They don't answer. They take the battering ram. They ram in the door. Her boyfriend jumps out of bed, grabs his gun, and shoots. Hits a cop in the leg. They shoot back. They hit her. Kill her. Not him. Her. That's what happened. Now, I'm all for investigating. In fact, there's one cop who I think may end up charged in this. One of the three. But did you just say... What does it have to do with it? That her boyfriend shot yes, the cop? Yes, because, because, because by you tweeting that, Jerry, you are saying that Breonna Taylor deserved to die. That's not, ex- that's not at all what that, I'm... That, I just is, said, that, that is, is what you're saying. That's it absurd. Aboutism, Jerry, the crime I'm, in this is an innocent woman was killed in her own home who did nothing wrong. That okay. is the crime. And anything else is a distraction, and you know huh? it. And that's what you're trying to do. A distraction. Hold on. I just said the, the, her boyfriend shot first. That's a distraction? Because you are saying that Breonna Taylor deserved to be uh, I, shot. Uh, d- she absolutely did not. She was an innocent victim. Her good. boyfriend. Okay, we agree. Okay. Her boyfriend shot first. Okay. You understand that, not, right? Okay. First okay, here's, of all, here's why, the, the, okay, here's, why, why did the police enter their home anyway? What was their alleged Because the her ex-boyfriend is a drug dealer and, uh, they, okay. and he so, was, so, he was so, arrested so we, 10 we, miles away and they suspected that he was having drugs delivered to this address. That's why. But he, but he wasn't, though. You just asked why they had the warrant because he, they suspected. Okay, Alex, that doesn't mean warrants. you asked why they had the warrant. I explained so, it so to they, you. So they were so they were wrong, and they shot and killed the. Uh, Correct. They were wrong. There was no drugs it. there. So, they were wrong. He wasn't. So, under, so, okay, they, they, they were wrong, but they had a warrant and they were serving the warrant. Okay, they, it wasn't these cops that made the case for getting the warrant. By the way, but anyway, but it was these cops who shot. Correct, and it was her boyfriend who shot first. But what? But what is the point of you bringing that up? Why? Are okay, you Alex. Up? I mean, you know, I love you, but you're hopeless if you really think that's irrelevant. But, Jerry, but what is? Do the you point really of think you that's irrelevant? That, what? Why do you? Why are you bringing? What is? Why are you bringing that okay, up? Because I'll, I'll explain it to you, and I would love to explain it to Marcus Smart. I, I tweeted at him, but he didn't get back to me. But oh, he didn't. Okay. Okay. Here's the question, and again, I'm going to give credit to Jason Whitlock, who wrote this before anybody. They, you want to know why these cops have not been indicted, correct? That would be your question. I assume that's Marcus's, Marcus Smart and Paul George. Their question is, what? because justice would be at least an indictment, if not a conviction, of these cops, correct? I, I'll just answer that, yes. That would, be, that would be a step towards justice in the mind of Marcus Smart for these cops, these three cops who shot to get indicted. Now, the DA, uh, Dan Cameron is not indicting them, at least not yet, because he doesn't think he could get a conviction. And if he were to indict and try them in front of a jury of their peers, he thinks they would get acquitted. And then what, Alex? Then you would have a big, big problem on your hands if you're in in Louisville. That would be a major problem. If, If these cops were tried and they walked out of court, free men... No, uh, not guilty across the board. That's what he's afraid of. That's why he's not um, indicting them yet. I still think he may indict one the one cop who I think or they think shot the most, shot the most randomly. I think he might get indicted, but they're not all three of them aren't. I don't think they're not going to get charged with murder because he thinks he can't get a conviction. Isn't that what matters? What matters is at least, again, you should not be able to enter someone's home and shoot them when they did nothing wrong. Okay, and you were okay, wrong about okay. drugs being in the house. So, okay. I mean, whatever, okay. whatever are, needs are to you gonna, Are you going to take this seriously and discuss it seriously? Are you, are we, I am. This, okay, so they, they didn't find drugs. That doesn't matter. I mean, yes, it does. Okay, 
They thought they, they might find drugs. Why did they have the warrant? Okay, but they were wrong, and then they kill an innocent woman. Nice. I like that. Good police work. Good job. Louis okay, no, police. it's not good police work, but is it murder? Yes. Okay, do you understand that there, that her boyfriend shot, Kenneth Walker shot them first, hit the guy okay. in the leg? Okay, and did Brianna, so do, Brianna do you think, didn't shoot them? Okay, she was there in the apartment. She was there. It was, it was, okay, so, uh, let's, so let's have... I would love an officer to have a no-knock warrant and enter your palatial estate in Maine and see how you react to it, Jerry. Okay, we'll see how you do, react okay to it. help me out here. We'll go through this uh, scenario. Do I shoot them first? Uh, but again, Brianna Taylor didn't shoot them. They but her the boyfriend did, Alex. You know what? Uh, and even, uh, if, and, and, and even so, Jerry, um, I mean, again, Jerry, a no-knock warrant is pretty scary. And they enter a house thinking there are drugs. There are no drugs in the house. They, they were under attack. By the way, by the way, they 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 uh, knocked and they said the police, um, they got rid. Of, I believe they got rid of her. They're in the process of getting rid of the no knock warrant. They're trying to find out how they got they this be, warrant, but it was a legal warrant and it was the right address. People don't know what happened here. I think the one cop, I think his name is Brett Hankinson, he was fired, and I think the reason. He's in trouble because he shot the most, I thought, the most randomly, and I think he hit her the most. I think she got hit five times. I don't think they've determined that yet. It's it's dragging on, which is pissing off a lot of people. I still think he might get indicted. And, you know, let's hope if they have enough for an indictment, let's hope they have enough for a conviction. Because can you imagine if, say, they tried all three of these cops and they walked out like the Rodney King? What happened when the Rodney King cops got acquitted? Well, you know, the city well I mean, we, we, we have a similar thing in Minnesota. I mean, they upped the charges on Derek Chauvin a few months ago, and uh, that's harder to prove now, right? The charges they have against him. Which so we'll was see stupid, but he's never, he's, I don't think he's ever getting out. I don't, I don't think, you know, it, obviously it's not that we'll complicated. See. He put his neck, I mean, his knee on his neck and killed him in front of a bunch of witnesses. I don't think Derek Chauvin's, but I would be, if, you, if you're the DA, if you're the DA, Dan Cameron, I believe his name is, and you don't, and you don't think you can get a conviction, should you still, to satisfy the mob, bring charges? Uh, if you don't think you can get a conviction, Jerry, then I guess not. But why can you not get a conviction when a police officer because enters a gonna, home, because you're gonna have a jury, gonna, and kills a woman innocently? Because you're going to have a jury, and the jury's going to hear that her boyfriend shot first. And as Whitlock explained in a call, so as a result, then Breonna Taylor should die. As a result, they fired back in a At dark Brianna apartment Taylor. after midnight. Yes, and she was the unfortunate victim. Um, wouldn't you say? Could you blame the boyfriend at all? If she was your daughter or your, I bet you, you would say a little more than, oh, she was just an unfortunate victim. Well, what, I mean, what, how would you describe her? She's an unfortunate victim. Absolutely. I would describe her as basically the, the, the victim of a hit, basically, is what, what happened. The victim of a hit? That's ridiculous. Yes. That's the silly. victim of state-sponsored terrorism. Oh, Cops entering homes, okay. no you know, I would, I would, houses, I would use firing my, indiscriminately. If I'm I mean, the, she's a victim of terrorism. <laughs> if I'm the... If I'm the uh, the prosecutor, I don't, I kick you off my jury. But anyway, but wasn't wasn't she left there after she was shot for a significant amount yes, of time? Yes, but that's too? not. That's, I, know, I don't, but that's not a good. That's yeah, that's, but that doesn't lead to a conviction. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, it might prove they're callous, but there's also, I think, the state. I think the state coroner or the uh, state, uh, you know, autopsy guy um, said it didn't matter. She died fairly quickly. She got hit five times and she had no chance of survival. But they didn't. There was all this confusion. I don't even know if that's part of the trial. I mean, if it is, the cops look callous. 
And I do think one cop might be convicted of something. Um, that guy, heck, it's, he was been fired. So obviously he was, uh, they determined he did something wrong, you know. So maybe maybe they'll get one conviction. Maybe that would be good enough. Maybe her family would feel some sense of justice. But when you say they should indict them all, uh, you got to ask yourself, will you convict them all? Because if you don't, man, then you got a real problems. And, you know, I assume her family's suing the city. I assume they'll get, they are suing. I assume they'll get, um, you know, monetary damages or get, you know, they'll get a settlement. Is that, does that okay, see, you know, help? But, but to go back, CJ, but this is, okay, so we've talked about this now for like 15 minutes and had a conversation, but you didn't tweet that. You just tweeted, how about her boyfriend shot the cops? Well, and I just asked this. And then that, Jerry, but that leads people to think that you are excusing Breonna Taylor's murder. I, I'm ex- just the opposite. Well, I should say just the opposite. All I'm doing is trying to understand this. I read up and I, you know, why, when you hear people say this, when you hear people, well, whatever, like Marcus Smart, you think, this is just the greatest injustice. It would be like if Derek Chauvin walked, which he didn't. But if he did, you'd say this is outrageous. This is insane. Um, or the guy in uh, South Carolina who shot sh- the cop who shot the guy in the back running away. Walter Scott, yes. Walter Scott. Uh, and the cop was Michael something. I mean, you'd say if he got away, you'd say that's outrageous, right? Everyone would scream that's insane. In this case, what you got to do is ask why is the DA not indicting does is he racist i don't think so i think he just doesn't know that if he can get a conviction and maybe he will in time but maybe he won't maybe he'll say i can't convict these guys they just returned fire now the big question to me would be is kenneth walker because they dropped the charges against him even though he shot and hit the cop in the leg obviously they felt like you know his his girlfriend died so they felt like you know we're not going to charge him but is he, do you say Kenneth Walker thought these guys were criminals and they were invading his apartment and he was protecting his apartment? If you say that, could you convince a jury of that, that he was totally innocent and convinced these were criminals, home invaders that were going to kill him and his girlfriend, so he shot first? Is he, you know, completely innocent in this? And if he is, then I think you might have a case against this guy, Hankinson. I mean, there are no drugs in the house, right? Right, so, right. And it's a bizarre... Yeah. I mean, the contention is that her ex-boyfriend, who was arrested 10 miles away the same night uh, for, I don't know if he's charged with the drug dealing or what he's charged, weapons, but that he was having drugs sent to this home where his ex-girlfriend lives. That's the contention, which turned out to be false. But that doesn't, I mean, I don't think the cops who who made, who delivered, uh, who, who brought the warrant and did the, you know, kicking in the door, I don't think they knew that. I mean, they thought there were drugs there, right? Yeah, but then but that's an argument why we should get rid of these no-knock warrants. And it's absolutely, and I think they're going to, or I mean, let me check. I think they're going to, or they already have. Yeah, um, I think it varies. Um, it's true. They, the, By the way, the police chief, well, he, he, got, uh, he got fired because another black guy got shot by the cops. The police chief got fired right. like a couple of right. weeks before he was supposed to retire. So it's a, it's insane down. But but okay, if you think my tweet was insensitive, my question is, do you understand why they haven't indicted the cops yet? That's all. Okay, but you didn't ask that. You 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 just said, does, yes, does he did. know that Brianna that his girl, this boyfriend shot at cops? Which again, for the millionth time, you just tweet out that one sentence. It causes people to think that you are excusing and defending the cops. Well, I'm asking. 
does he know that? Does Marcus Smart know that? He probably does because he had a talk. Why don't you go and ask him? I tweeted at him. That's what I do. I tweeted at. I got his. <laughs> I, I looked up his address, uh, his handle, and I tweeted at him and didn't That's hear good. back. I mean, good journalism. I again, I recommend you read Whitlock's column on this. He he calls Dan Cameron the DIA, DA a hero or a guy uh, says he has great courage because the mob is demanding an indictment and he's not giving it to him because he doesn't think he can get a conviction. That's all. But anyway, do you want to yell at me anymore? No, I'm done for that on that point at least. On that, I will. I definitely don't want you on my jury. By the way, good. You, well, and, I, and I don't want to serve on a jury, so um, that's good. Um, baseball starts today. Um, a couple of opening days. There's no fans. There's cardboard cutouts. Yeah. Is David Price not the biggest puss in in professional sports? David Why? Price has opted out. He's a thirty whatever thirty three year old healthy athlete, and he doesn't want to what take any chances of what. Well, Buster Posey opted out, too. You're going to call him a puss? Absolutely. A total okay, puss. Uh, Ryan Zimmerman, total puss. I mean, what the hell? Opting out, and I guess they don't need the money or whatever. David uh, Price. Yeah, I, I think it's fair to say David Price doesn't need the money for a 60-game season. Yes, I, I, I would remove the I guess. What a terrible what a terrible teammate. It's, al- it's also hard for me to shit on David Price when he was paying all the Dodgers employees that were furloughed, by the way, too. He was. Oh, I'm not there. talking about his no, you know, no, generosity. I'm, I'm just, talking about is, is he he's, do- he's not a hypocrite, So you're telling me he's afraid good. of what? Of getting the virus? Yes. Yeah, afraid of getting the virus that, again, has killed more than 140,000 Americans. Okay, yes, he's it, afraid it, of it, the it, virus. It hasn't killed anybody as far Fit and healthy and young as him, he is in no danger. They killed Stanley Chera. What do you mean? He's he's in, he's in no danger, and I you know uh, I guess the Dodgers don't have to pay him, which is good. But what did he th- what does he think is going to happen? Is he this ill informed that he thinks that if he shows up to play baseball? That he might die? Is he that? Right, Jerry. So why, so why don't you why don't you go out in the world every day then? I'm sitting right next to Dave uh, Cullen, and you're you on the other hand hidden nervous. away in your little. Are you still up in Fireside? The, uh, no, camp? he's respecting us because he was in a compromised building recently, and we were prepared to draft a letter, but we did not have to send it, thankfully, because he's a classy That's guy. That's true. That's true. Well, we appreciate that, Remo. We appreciate you thinking of us and not you know, putting us in danger. And uh, Anything to protect you, Jerry. Anything and you can read you. Alex at Forbes.com and all over the place. And uh, Outkick, or not Outkick, Outsports. Not Outkick. The co- yeah, that would be your dream if I hooked up with Clay Travis. That would be no, fantastic. Yeah, you'd be a good fit. You're on Outsports, and you're on Forbes, <laughs> and you're on Twitter. Soon to be his own his own newsletter, allegedly. I saw that tweet from Alex. Pondering yeah, and then like, I deleted it because oh, <laughs> I didn't see it. not what I was looking <laughs> yeah. for. Oh, you got de- um, to delete negative feedback. Got to do it. Yeah, that was, that was not what I'm looking for. I, I phrased it poorly. Would you subscribe to my Substack, Jerry? Absolutely. $5 a month. Uh, I'm, I'm in. I'd, I'd absolutely okay, I would absolutely subscribe to unfiltered Alex Reamer with no kind of, you know, when he writes for Forbes, he's got to have that sports angle when he writes for whatever. So he, he, unfiltered, whatever you want, I would absolutely res- okay, uh, subscribe good. to that. All right. Well, we'll be following you and reading you in all those places, Reamer. Thanks, man. Good uh, good battling with you. And uh, thanks to Shake Concrete and Allied Paving. And thanks to DCU. Thanks to the uh, Legacy Clubs. I got my peanuts today, Dave. See this? Oh, did you really? I got oh, my wow. peanuts. Yeah, but you brought those, didn't you? No. He just, oh. the, uh, Cleon just brought them in for me. You oh, didn't did. see that? No, I missed that. You too. Would you like some peanuts? No, thank you. I'm not sharing okay. anything. <laughs> Uh, and thanks to uh, Flagship and Raycon. I got my great, my awesome wireless headphones. I love them. And uh, thanks to Cullinan. And by the way, by the sports way. are back. I'm, I'm, gambling deals are flying at Dave Cullinan right now. By the Good. Way. We'll do some gambling flying. talk next week. Cullinan is, uh, 
I don't know whether to credit you or mock you for this. He's on vacation. He's going away with the family, and he's still going to help out. He's not going to be totally invested in the podcast. Well, what would every you do? Day. What would you do? That's the problem too. Remember when uh, the you consultant wanted talk. to bring up like a backup? Remember? You yes, he was going to interview like a backup. backups. But you it's see, an independent podcast. I kind of get the deal here. We're kind of on an island. But you it's were not, going to uh, uh, like take. You're gonna go away for the week with the family. Good. Yeah. You're gonna have a good time, and you know, go to the beach and drink your pink Whitney's. But yes. you're still gonna hook us up. Yes. You're just not gonna participate. Yeah, because I. It's just it's rude to the family, right? I I'm thinking of the family. I don't really so care. So what about do you? It. So for an hour, you're gonna set us up, and then you're gonna go to the beach and run home and. and I don't know. We'll see, I just gotta figure it out. <laughs> gotta figure it out, and we'll we'll deal with it. But it's. I mean, you don't have anyone else to edit it. No. So yeah, I'm a hero. I'm a mix of you're a, a good guy, a hero. I'm everything that other people say I'm not. Right. A martyr, really. Or yeah, I, am. Right. I said I worded that wrong. Yes. Yes, you're uh, you're 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 my hero, All and right. uh, we appreciate the the dedication and uh, and uh, hope you have a good time in uh, wherever you're going with the family. There we go. And uh, no video today. Obviously, people are giving me shit on social media about the fact that we didn't stream this live. So maybe we'll bring it back after vacation. Is that all right? Is that fair? Oh, we sure. just got to the Legacy Club. We didn't even know if this whole place would be open. So shut up. Don't, it's up. It's going to be on the Apple Podcast. Leave us a review. Quit your bitching. All right, quit your bitching. Have a good time, Colin, and we will right. talk to you uh, whenever. We'll talk to you and uh, we'll talk to everybody else. Thanks for listening. Thanks for rating and reviewing. We appreciate it. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we will talk to you again real soon. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't Can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast. Are you headed back to college this fall? Amazon has part-time jobs with students in mind. With starting pay up to $20 an hour and shifts that work with your schedule, you'll be able to balance school, work, study time, and social time. So beat the fall rush and go to Amazon.com slash student jobs to start looking for a part-time job. Not only will you earn while you learn, but you'll get to add Amazon to your resume and jumpstart a career that can take you places. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.